Wait, Craig, didn't you have intro music before? Where did that go? That's right. I got rid of it. You know why? Because minimalism. I don't know. There's, there's, uh, the biggest reason is that I'm, I'm just tired of listening to podcasts that have music and some people like it. That's fine. That's totally okay. I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to get straight to the, to the talking. Welcome to the Craig Adams show. I'm doing it again. Jesus. All right. This is going to be a very weird podcast because it's the first time that I'm doing it solo. I'm going to definitely talk myself to death, but I've got a long list of uh, things that I'd like to talk about. You know, it's, it's the end of the year. It's the end of 2017. And you know what that means? The recap video. Well, last year I did a recap of funny moments I did a recap of cinematic moments, and then I did a recap of my best drone shots. So those three recap, <laughs> recap videos. Oh Lord, save me! I get, let me take a drink of water. It's already been one minute. Mm. Should I just not try to talk fast? Because you could always two times, two time, up the speed of this podcast. Anyway, all right. Well, if you're a real listener of the Craig Adams Five Out of Ten Nation. You know, you'll you'll put up with my idiosyncrasies. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. All right. Well, I'm here all by myself. India is in SF. I am leaving for SF, a.k.a. the San Francisco tomorrow. So, you know, I've been going a little stir crazy in, in the apartment by myself, taking me back to the good old days when I would just have weeks of just creating videos and not doing anything and kind of smelling a little bit because there's no one to smell me. Uh, so, you know, I'm just in my apartment creating and I love that, you know, some people need a business, a team, friends to go talk to, you know, those human beings, but I am such a solo dolo creative. I do my best work late at night when there's no distractions, no one talking to me. I feel like I don't have to go outside. There's some kind of FOMO that happens for YouTubers. I don't know. Everyone's different, but I do my best work at night. I do my best work when I have an entire fucking a, I have my apartment all to myself and that's no, that's nothing against India, but it's it's really it's really cool every so often to just have a little man cave a Craig cave all to himself, um, but yeah welcome all right that was a really long intro, I would love to catch you up on everything so I've got a long list, Craig where have the videos been, well, I have not really uploaded that many videos compared to, you know the onslaught that was 2016 and early 2017. You know, back when I was doing my daily vlogs, I was editing every single day, going crazy. Anyone who wants to do daily vlogging, congrats. You're about to get a crash course in how to edit and shoot. More so editing. People underestimate the amount of editing you have to do daily vlogging, but I'm not doing that anymore. So over 2017, I definitely moved away from vlogging. Um, I would typically only vlog when I went on trips. So Washington and Washington, Washington, uh, Japan is on the way so much editing and it's making me rethink how I shoot things. Um, you know, we, we always look at other videos and, and YouTubers and creatives for inspiration and you can't help, but kind of take from that a little bit, trying to move away from that and be original 
<laughs> you know, uh, cringe. Um, but Will, Will, I'm going to butcher his last name. Dovishire, De, De, Will, Deb, Derber, Will, Derbyshire, Will over in London, I believe, uh, with Arden Rose. He has a pretty dope channel. I think, I can't, I don't know, half a million subscribers, 600,000 just a number right no uh he makes some really cool stuff and he just dropped a new vlog i've been watching his vlogs for a while but keeps them very simple very minimal hired by nespresso to go shoot some coffee bean making on the farm in some other place and uh i don't think there's any dialogue it's just music with shots and the shots are very simple and you know the filmmaker in me is going to be like well well you know you really could have exposed it better and you got some shake. I, I guarantee you're using a, a Canon camera. You should definitely switch to an in-body state. Now, it doesn't matter because it was awesome and beautiful and intentional and a little different than what I've seen. As simple as it is, it's it's cool. Made it to trending. Loved it. Good response. Cool. Love it. I, on the other hand, I shoot so much crap, put so much effort into everything. And I know you can compare, you know, once you have an audience, you can kind of, oh my God, there's so much to it. So not only does he have the audience, you know, they know what to expect. They want that stuff. So whatever. So unhealthy, Craig, comparing yourself to someone else. Yeah, I get it. But all right, I need to take another swig. I'm getting over my sickness, so you can deal with it. Um, but just with the Japan edit, I'm editing an hour and a half of footage and a lot of it is funny. A lot of it. So funny. Uh, damn that Craig Adams is funny. And then cinematic damn Craig Adams, you're cinematic. How do you, how do you do it all? Um, but it's kind of a mishmash of a lot of things and there isn't really a reason and storyline to it. So it's really hard to edit. I have my, my standards up yonder and you know, I could just kind of not put music in it, separate the cinematic and the funny, make two videos, <sighs> but I don't know what I want. Um, so maybe I need to think more and do less. I think that's the name of the game for 2018. Um, instead of just shooting everything and then not doing the editing that's required to save the fucking thing in the edit. Um, I'm just shooting half-assed and then not putting in the time for the edit and just uploading whatever. So I want to be way more intentional and, uh, Another person that I've been following a lot is uh, Tim Kellner. So MK, a.k.a. the David Vincent of the the Midwest, Middle America, good old MKA, hot sauce extravaganza. Uh, we've been watching his stuff, you know, really, really cool. It's very intentional. His Twitter, his Instagram, everything is just pointing to one direction. Um, and, yeah, it's a huge inspiration, really cool, simple. I think it harps back to minimalism and I think my work needs to really slow down and I need to think before I shoot. Yeah, that's it. Boom. 2018. Think before you shoot. Stupid. Stupid. Okay, cool. I like that. Next on the list is podcasting. Wow. You're listening to a podcast and the person is about to uh, talk about podcasting on the podcast. 
welcome. We've made it. You know, we're full influencer now. Uh, I have a lot of fun with it. You know, I have been learning a bit about the the medias. And the more I learn about the medias is that they're all kind of the same, but just slightly different. You know, everyone has, I'm going to say, you know, a lot if, if you catch my drift. Uh, podcasting, a podcast episode uh, can be educational, can be entertaining, can be very, you know, you, it, you know, looks a lot like a YouTube video in a sense. You can do a strong call to action. You can entertain people. I, I've been listening to a lot more podcasts. I'm definitely more on the educational uh, way uh, than entertainment. Like I don't listen to really comedy things like some people. So it's usually business or mainly just inspirational stories. How did someone do this? I just want to, <laughs> you know, be inspired or learn, replicate what they do. But invest like the best hash power episode one, two, three taught me a lot about blockchain, crypto, and also taught me a lot about, um, it's in the description. I'll, I'll link it for sure. Invest link. Okay. I'm, made, I'm, made, I'm doing this professionally people. Okay. Um, so taught me a lot about podcasting because, um, instead of just doing a one off chat with someone about a topic that they want to teach, they really inter they they interviewed a number of people who were very qualified to talk about whatever they're talking about and then they took the best part of that interview and put it right in the narrator also had some questions for the person so he might be you know woven into the conversation but in between the interviews he always breaks it down introduces the next person why they matter and then summarizes and even during the interviews, he would break from that person's interview, break it down into simple terms. Because every single time he would explain, like the interview person would uh, explain something and it would go way over my head. The moment I thought that, he would stop and then he would explain it in very simple terms so that I could understand. So he knew exactly when and how and that he should uh, stop and explain things to a simple in a simple way. So I think that's great. Uh, it's a lot more thought, a lot more editing uh, that goes into a podcast episode. Instead of just being like, this is the, the Paul Rubicon uh, podcast episode. No, he has like five or six people in the episode and it's talking about one subject, especially if you're educa educating someone on a topic. It should all make sense. You know, instead of just a, a shit show, which my episodes usually are, like, what if I interviewed 10 people, held on to those interviews, and then cut them up into different sections? Like, I asked people about what their next project, I don't know, whatever. You know, it would just take more work, but thinking before I record makes sense, right? Okay, so, of course, going back to videos, YouTube has kind of changed a little bit for me. Um, uh, you know, before, at the beginning of the year, I would say that it was all YouTube. I need to grow my numbers, my audience, my influence. I need to get better at, you know, commanding the audience and just getting enough, whatever. I was going to be a YouTuber as hard as I could and, um, more or less so now. I, I'm, I'm kind of willing to move to any platform uh, the more that i do stuff on youtube the more it makes me want to publish short form content on twitter and instagram 
um, and not shoot as high quality stuff, but just more intentional stuff with the, you know, precise, edited, correct, thought out before I shoot it. Um, so that's, that's an interesting trend. Um, reviews. I was very so in the beginning of the year in the mindset of like, I'm only going to review what I can sell on affiliate. You know, I was very, uh, what's the point of it? I'm going to shoot it if it has an Amazon link, (laughs) you know, I wanted to make that money. I thought that was most important, but I'm starting to fall away from Amazon affiliate a little bit, uh, especially since I'm going away from wedding film school and weddings in general. Just the decision to kind of quiet down my my efforts on that channel has really made me care less about educational stuff and just really, I don't know what I'm doing right now. You know, even the Craig Adams channel is kind of in limbo a little bit. And I really don't have anything to upload for Wedding Film School. You know, I've got lots of ideas and I could shoot all these things, but my efforts are better spent somewhere else. So... I don't see much happening with wedding film school. I I was very much on the verge of starting the wedding film school workshop and doing all of that work, but eh, it would have been successful. It's just not where my heart is right now. I really don't want to shoot weddings. Um, Yeah. Minimalism is, is on the rise. It's sticking. It's not a trend with me. You know, it's, it's interesting now that I am, months deep, almost a year into getting rid of everything. And your perspective changes. Now I look at the stuff I have and I'm still trying to find different things to get rid of and ways that I can be more efficient and just have more time to focus on being creative, learning and sharing rather than managing things. Um, so just this morning I got rid of an Xbox and a camera and a lens and I just, I want to get rid of more things. And I think getting rid of the Xbox was a big deal. It may sound stupid, but I've had a gaming console all of my life. And I've always played video games. It's always been a great stress reliever. Um, I was fascinated with the story aspect of games. Um, I'd play long RPGs and whatever, Halo, all those things. Uh, Mass Effect, um... And it was great, but it's just a time waster. And now I I feel like I would much rather just be creative and shoot and get out and share and eat and see new things and see people and talk and learn and listen and read rather than play video games. Because I've noticed that it becomes a bad trend every so often. You know, you can totally play video games and be a successful, busy person, um... But if you're doing it to escape uh, reality and do it to, I don't know, you, you get what I mean. It can be an unhealthy thing where you where you should edit or do this thing, but you have the option to not with video games. So got rid of it. I think that's pretty awesome. You know, there's always the possibility of me just jumping back on Amazon, <laughs> rebuying it. It would be here in two days. Um, and whatever, whatever, whatever. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, minimalism is super important to me still. Um, yeah. 
even with the camera, I've been going back and forth. You know, once once a filmmaker, always a filmmaker. I obsess over gear. And minimalism is really strange when it comes to camera gear because you do need a lot of things. Um, and I still love the A7S Mark II. I gave the 60, A6500 uh, a test run. I even gave the the Mark the RX100 Mark V a test run real quick. Um, but honestly, I think I might run over to B&H today real quick before they close at 8 uh, and grab an RX100 Mark V. Don't tell anyone because it's always a big deal on Twitter for some reason. Because I really need to see myself on the screen. It's starting to really fuck with my head that I just can't shoot things and see myself. It's I think it's really limiting. And I love the A7S Mark II for extreme low light capabilities. And, and the quality is fantastic and stabilization. But just when I'm in my apartment... Or at like kind of a more fun, funny social engagement where I just want to like shoot people and and have fun with the camera instead of like make it look beautiful and perfect. Um, I, I'd kind of like an RX100. I think it would be a little more on the fly and authentic. Um, so I'm going to give that another try. I think I will. Yeah, I think I'm going to head over there. So Yes. Next on the list is, will I drop merch? <laughs> so this is something I've been teasing for a while, ever since 5, 10, uh, 17. So March, May? May, yeah, May. Um, everyone knows 5 out of 10. And if you don't, get the fuck out of this channel. Get the fuck Um What I would love, to, see, I should be quiet about this. I should just drop little tiny hints. I should hype it up. I shouldn't just spill all the beans, but... You know what? That's what I'm going to do. You know, this is new Craig being quiet and not always being loud and sharing everything. Mm, intention. Boom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So back to minimal. Ooh, minimal apartment tour number three. What? Craig, are you milking that trend? Dude, my, my apartment tour videos are always popping. And people want more minimal videos. It's on the horizon. I've got a long list of uh, video ideas. I, my heart's got to be in it. Once my heart is in it, I'll, I'll start. I'll start destroying those, and you'll see them on the channel. But um, yeah, minimal videos. So, not going to give away everything. But a furniture brand is currently working with India to uh, give us some stuff to review for the apartment, and uh, we we really want to make this apartment work. We want the furniture to work for the apartment. And I kind of like it right now, but it can be even better. And India is hard at work on that. So that's going to happen after the holidays, January. You can expect apartment tour video number three. Boom. Yeah, there are things that are different. It'll be a new video. Don't worry. For Love's Sake Conference in Rotterdam in April. What? What is that, Craig? Well, For Love's Sake is a conference in Rotterdam. <laughs> no. uh, it's a wedding filmmakers conference, a small conference. Uh, it's a little different than your typical conference because I'd say it focuses on the lifestyle of being a wedding filmmaker. I'd say it's more for more experienced uh, people who have been shooting for, mm, you know, five, four, four, five plus years who want to find their unique voice, be inspired, uh, just finesse and, and, and figure out why they're doing it. So 
seems a little a little cool it's not like a technical how to use the camera and why does this slider work better than that slide no it's not like that so it'll be my first time in rotterdam and i'm flying into paris with india in april and uh, we're just gonna do a little european trip gonna vlog and well who knows what i'm gonna do you know april is very far away uh so that should be fun but i know what you're thinking craig you don't shoot weddings anymore. What are you doing at a wedding conference? I'm asking myself the same thing. No. I think it'll be fun. You know, the part of the reason why I agreed and why um, you know, the founder of it brought me on board and thought that I might be a good pick for this with the I think five or six other people, seven people uh, speaking at the conference is that wedding film school is what I would talk about. Um, I would talk about social media and uh, why you shouldn't see people as competition. And my my unique story is that there are so I I have no idea. You know, there's so much to talk about, but um, I I need to step. I need to figure out who the audience is a little bit more, and. Uh, I've, I'm really excited to to be able to have some kind of uh, stage to speak to these people. And I know it's going to be a lot of one-on-ones that weekend um, because it's a multiple-day conference. Some other really cool white and reverie, um, Remy, um, really cool people speaking alongside me. So I'm not going to say what I'm going to do. Maybe because I'm not sure yet, <laughs> but if you want um, tickets to that conference, I think they're still selling. Who knows? Um, I will place them in the description below. So conference tickets in my, okay, link, boom. I'm, I'm taking notes, people, so I'm actually going to do it. So if you want to come hang out with me and learn what it, what, how to, how to be an online YouTuber. No, I'll probably talk about influencer things and why everyone should be doing education and sharing, not only with other f- wedding filmmakers and photographers, but also their brides. Um, so I'm going to talk about, you know, the positive things that happened when I started wedding film school, why I did it, um, and how to replicate it uh, in your own way. So I think that'll be fun. Public speaking is a very interesting thing. I, yeah, you know, what I've learned over time is that to have a good, you you have to know exactly what you're going to talk about. You have to be very specific in your speech and you have to practice it a lot. It's by the time you go up on stage to, to give a thing, to speak a, a, a fucking thing, uh, it should just roll off your tongue. Because you've told so many people the same thing over and over again. Uh, So I think that's where I'm going to be by then. I think this podcast is actually going to help me practice for that. Uh, I think down the road, I may even try to do like a a practice run through. I think that might be fun. I I think that might be fun. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. More public speaking in the future. That's something that I really, really want to start doing more of. Um, I've done it before. I don't think I did it very well. <laughs> I kind of fucked up a lot. Uh, but yeah, 
Speaking of public speaking, <laughs> uh, one plan that I'm I'm not going to drop the full details, but you know I've been trying to do some kind of workshop for a while, and it made sense to do so with Wedding Film School because I knew exactly who my audience was, and I could probably drop a commercial and easily get some tickets for some kind of workshop for beginner wedding filmmakers or whatever in New York City, and the dream is to do a couple successful ones in the New York City, Brooklyn, whatever. And then whenever I travel, I could start doing workshops in those cities. So if my second biggest, honestly, the, in the number of cities, so New York City is where my most of my audience is. Second is London. I have a lot of UK subscribers and then LA and then Chicago and whatever. Um, but... It would be really, really cool to go to London, do a workshop. I could vlog it. I keep saying that, but I don't know what I'm going to be doing in the future. Who the fuck knows? Would be cool. Very, very cool. But what am I going to teach? I'm not doing weddings anymore. I want to teach YouTube. I want to teach you uh, just how to how to be an influencer creative and make the monies while doing what you want and quitting your job and being a, a, a millennial full-time. <laughs> that should be the title of the workshop. It should just be how to be a full-time millennial by Craig Adams. Every ticket gets a free avocado toast. Awesome. Will I get a dog? Ooh, that's the next thing. <laughs> Speaking of avocado toast, I want an Aussie Shepherd dog. I think it would be absolutely on brand for Craig Adams to have a dog. So hopefully that happens in the future. Not really entirely my decision. So there's a lot to talk about there. <clears throat> um, next on the list is I got a Korg Mini Keys 2 or something like that. I don't I don't know what the actual name is, but it's a little mini, little mini MIDI keyboard that you attach to your computer and so far i've been uh using it with GarageBand, but i know there's a whole heck of a lot of little programs why did you do that craig you are not a musician i would like to be a music producer so we talked about tim kellner tim kellner uh takes out his little keyboard and he makes beats and music and it sounds really good I, I recognize that it takes practice. I've been searching YouTube because that's how I learn things. Um, but I'd love to sit down with like Alex Cass. I know he he's produced some music before, and I've got some friends who are good at music things. So um, I'm going to seek out their help. But I would love to do is just, you know, start just dabbling and trying to make some fucking drone tracks. If you know music and YouTube, you fucking know what drones are. Drone tracks, like just the constant mm, <laughs> with like subtle pianos in the distance that are like ding, ding. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I would do the whole like fucking chain smokers beat shit, but I think it would be fun to try try to make some original music for my, my videos. I think that would be really cool because I'm struggling. You know, I just kind of steal and take take whatever I want. Um, most of the time for YouTube, everything gets flagged these days. Not making any AdSense money. Who does? Uh, so 
I think it'd be fun. It, it would be another extension of my creativity and just another way that I could imprint five out of 10 this onto uh, whatever I make video form. So look for that in the future. If you know any good tutorials, let me know. I'd love some help. I'd love some fucking help learning how to do that. And uh, yeah, so I think that's the end of my list. We're at about 30 minutes. So I'm going to wrap up with some Q&A. So on Twitter, I love Twitter. Um, I, I said that I was doing this the moment I pressed record. And uh, we got some questions. Sam wants to know waffles or pancakes. Uh, waffles are better. Waffles are always better than pancakes. I know it's like the same fucking batter. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the same thing, but waffles are better. Uh, Belgian waffles are like mm, the best thing ever. Waffles are good too, but I would always pick Belgian waffles over just pancakes. Fuck pancakes, no. Tech Solomon <clears throat> asked, favorite thing you've done or been to this year? What are your plans for next year? Something about cryptocurrency, of course. Everyone's asking about that cryptocurrency, bro. Don't you, yo, bro, how many coins do you got? When did you get your coins, bro? Dude, you don't even want to know when I got my coins, bro. Yo, my altcoins are out of this world. Um... Well, favorite thing I've done or been to this year? Hmm. Well, I'm thinking about trips. My mind immediately goes to Miami. We went, India and I went to Miami to visit her dad. And I just think that was a really pleasant time. We went in the ocean and we saw Miami things and we ate Miami things. And we did a little meetup. And I got to meet a couple of uh, Miami and Florida, uh, even the Keys. Some some uh, uh, an awesome couple drove up from the Keys to hang, and um, it was a cool trip. I'm thinking about Washington, Washington, awesome trip. Yeah, I, uh, y'all know. Uh, yeah. But honestly, <clears throat> I can't even remember what happened this year. Did I do my Utah trip? Yeah, I did my Utah trip. Some One of my favorite things to do really is to go on a trip with my brother. Uh, I think it's really fun, really funny, especially if I'm shooting videos. But he's a great hiker, very planned. I am the opposite. Uh, I don't plan anything. I like to just pull an audible on my trips. So it's always a funny dynamic when we uh, mesh because he wants to like camp because it's cheap, like $10 a night to, to camp out at this spot. But I would rather spend $200 on a hotel for the experience. So it's always fun. Um, the Alaska trip, I think that was last year, but that was, that was the best week of my life. I think, I think that was such an adventure. It was so fun. And the climax of reaching Ketchikan by water at night at sunset was so surreal. And it just felt like such an accomplishment to get him there. And we had so much fun. And then I left and we had those videos as a reminder of everything that happened. I think that's the power of vlogs. I think 
I think the best vlogs are when you shoot them for yourself. <laughs> you know, I, as much as I, I love my audience and my subs, my best work is when it's 100% passion. You know, I, I was having a lot of fun shooting those. And I wanted to remember those. And I can't tell you the number of times that I've gone back and watched that Alaska vlog feature film. Because I shot like six or seven vlogs. So all strung together is like a 40, 50 minute video. It's so fun to watch. I love that. So that's kind of why I shoot vlogs when I like travel films. Um, and just being with someone like Curtis or India or whatever, really, really fun. So I want to do that more. And the Japan one's going to be interesting because it's just me. <laughs> ah, Travel films are much better with people. So cryptocurrency. Oh, boy. We'll talk about cryptocurrency. Don't you worry. Uh, VR Sanchez, uh, what was something you stopped doing that you used to do in the beginning of 2017? <clears throat> so I did talk about this a little bit, but just to rehash, uh, just shooting everything. I don't know. I go back and forth on vlogging so much. Like I love watching Julian and Jenna their podcasts and their vlogs and whenever whenever Felix vlogs like a trip or holidays or something there's just something so fascinating with seeing like an authentic camera in hand vlog even though he's definitely not a filmmaker um it's really interesting just to follow how someone shares a day uh it's really intimate you feel like you're right there so part of me wants to have that RX100 in my hands at all times and to shoot everything. I think that'd be fun. But I know the edit I know the amount of work and editing that follows and I know firsthand the bal the hard difficult balance between enjoying and experiencing something and sharing it and capturing it. Um it's work if you're shooting, especially if you're trying to do this cinematic, beautiful, you know, highly precise travel film thing. And that's kind of why I would love to have more of a sloppy, uh, spur of the moment RX 100 in hand type video. I would love to separate more. I guess that's the, the thing that's going to change in 2018, I guess. I would love to be more intentional with what I shoot, when I shoot, how I shoot, and uh, just know what I'm going to do with the video before I even shoot it. So part of that is separating the funny, the crazy, the fun, the poorly shot <laughs> with uh, the highly polished, thought out travel films, whatever. Who knows? Good question. Thank you. Uh, Micah Carroll, what motivates you to keep your YouTube channel running? And what would you do if YouTube wasn't around? Yeah, uh, I still love YouTube. I think it's fantastic. Honestly, I watch more YouTube than Netflix, TV, whatever. Like it's, I'm, I have people that I sub to that I cannot wait for them to upload. Uh, it's Felix, it's Julian, it's Sam, it's Sarah. It's I could go through right now and look, but uh, maybe that's a separate video. Who knows? Uh, I just love the, I love sharing. I love video. Video is my strong point. Um, so fun, but YouTube specifically, what would I do if it wasn't around? Yeah. Twitter is still the new Facebook. Um, I see that I'll admit it. 
uh, I use Twitter like I used to use Facebook. And the only reason why I like it is because they're both scalable. They're both, I think Twitter's more a means of approaching someone that you look up to and want to connect with. So I think there's a bit more networking that happens on Twitter than uh, Facebook. And I think that might be because uh, younger people are on Twitter. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, so Twitter is cool. Instagram is still cool. But I'm really, really, really growing tired of basic, boring, mundane, uh, basic-ass shit on Instagram. So I've been unfollowing a lot of people on Instagram. And I'm totally over the... <laughs> You know, you know what I'm talking about, the the single person in the middle looking awkwardly somewhere of like a wide shot of nature or some fucking like triangle house or something. I don't know. Get away from cliffs. What are you doing with a fire on a cliff? Get the fuck away. Unfollowed. I hate it. Yeah. So Instagram, Twitter. What would I do if it weren't for those? Uh, Instagram stories is still cool, but I'm trying to not sweat that. I'm just trying to capture as I capture. It is what it is. Podcasts are popping. I'm putting a lot more time and effort into that. And blogs, you know, I'm trying to do blogs, but it just doesn't happen as naturally. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm just not a writer. I'd love to share visually and aud- with audio. So I see the, the similarities. They're all the same thing. So, yeah. Uh, David Stewart 3 is asking Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. Ugh. I'm kind of tired of crypto at the moment. It goes in waves. Um, I hate people who are trying to make money with investments with crypto. I respect people who hold and I respect people who have actually done the research and understand the possibilities of blockchain. Uh, not to say that I fully understand it, but I've, I've done hours of research. Um, I I'm trying, I'm fascinated. You know, it's a passion of mine. I would love to dive in even deeper, but I know that the market is kind of being, crazy because of a lot of dumb people who just look at numbers on coinbase so i don't i don't mean to sound better but it's fucking annoying <laughs> uh marvin Celion 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 what strategies are you looking to implement for 2018 and what's one way to elevate your network I was thinking about this the other day. The quickest and easiest way to elevate your network is to use minimalism in the number of people you follow. So I was thinking about this. This was a big thing that happened in 2017. I threw out a lot of stuff in this for the for the sake of minimalism. And then I ran out of stuff to throw out. So I searched into other fields where I could minimalize, if that's a word. Um, eliminate distractions. So finances, uh, file organization, uh, <laughs> just accounts that I had online, etc. Um, 
lots of different ways that I could eliminate distractions. And the people I followed was one of those. So I went through and I figured out who's worth following. I assigned some kind of value, you know, some kind of value of worth. I started to only follow, you know, the people who one of two things, uh, provided me some kind of value. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. It makes sense. Why not? Um, and then two people who I wanted to emulate and work towards befriending and working with, and, uh, I wanted to get on their radar. So I got rid of a ton of people on all of my social media, Facebook being the most drastic. I've got like 10 friends on Facebook right now. Um, and I think that really helps you focus because we all know it. You don't really look at your Twitter home screen and scroll through what everyone is posting, retweeting, etc. But I do. You know, I've gotten down to a place where all of that information is pretty valid to me. Like I said, I use Twitter like Facebook. And uh, Facebook is a, or Instagram is a little clouded right now. I got to go through. I use that like a business card. So I kind of just follow whoever I run into at the moment. So I got to go back ever so often and trim that shit. But, um, dude, Twitter is the new Facebook. Yeah. So I'm following, keeping up on people. You should really just post, post less, make them intentional. I remember when I started taking Twitter seriously. I was getting really great engagement. So I had maybe a thousand, thousand and a half followers and I was getting a lot of, a lot of engagement and people, I had numerous people message me the same thing. They're like, we don't, I don't understand why you have such good numbers and stuff on your Twitter. Why do you have such good engagement? It's because I never, I've always been true to, uh, you know, what, who I am. I, I never fucking post and try to just get followers. If I could, I would, uh, kick and block people who follow, but then never engage with me. It's all about engagement. It's all about, you know, authentic numbers. I fucking hate it when people just look at the number of followers and stuff. Um, there's nothing worse than an Instagram account that has a hundred thousand followers, but each post gets like, 500 likes that's the fucking worst that is a nightmare trust me if you ever get to that point you'll regret it so from day one focus on engagement uh yeah and what's and he's uh marvin's also asking yeah so that's a good question what does 2018 look like more minimalism, more intention. I'm going to do more pre-production for everything that I post. I'm going to be quieter versus loud, uh, meaning I'm not going to give away all the secrets and all the details up front. I'm going to be more intentional with how I roll out and launch uh, things and campaigns. I'm going to focus less on the affiliate and just the short-term income of money. Um, I'm going to be way smarter with brand deals and say no more than I say yes. Uh, I'm going to try to, you know, create everything, every part of what I upload. So that means creating the music for my videos, whatever, who knows? Um, yeah, I'm going to read more, going to listen to more podcasts, going to, uh, double down on my tight circle, help them out as much as possible. 
you know, people within my circle, the more I help them, the more it elevates the circle. So why not? First off, if you're still listening, if you listen to this whole thing, uh, you are a special person and it would benefit me if I knew who you were because, you know, I've got a lot of people who listen to my stuff and engage, but it's not all ones and zeros. It's a spectrum of engagement and people. So if you're listening to the end of this thing to me right now, you are the type of people that I would love to involve more with things, whatever. I would love to know who you are, why you listen, what you create, what inspires you, and uh, how we can help each other. You know, this is this is the start of how things happen. Um, so I need you to reach out to me, probably via Twitter. That's the best way. That's what I like. But honestly, there's a million different ways. I don't know what you like best, but you, you got to think about what I need. <laughs> you know, it is. It's so true. It's provide more value in the beginning of any relationship. If you're trying to get on someone's radar, you got to you gotta do your work. You got to figure out what they want and then approach them with a solution to their problems. So it may sound weird because I'm just calling it out right now, but... If you're listening right now, let's talk. I'd love to know who you are. Uh, let's move forward with that. So cool. I'm, I'm just going to end like this. Uh, 2017 has been rad. Um, so it's crazy to what it's become. It, it's hard and it's really important. It's difficult, but it's important to step back every so often and see you know, where you came from, what has changed to uh, step outside your perspective. And I'm really grateful to be doing what I'm doing. I know I'm very fortunate, very privileged. Um, I just want to thank everyone. That's the easiest thing that I could do is to thank all of you guys and girls for listening, uh, for engaging my stuff, going along on this journey. It's just beginning. It's crazy. Who the fuck knows? Five out of 10. Swag sauce. You guys are awesome. See you.